Welcome back, everybody, to episode 35 of the Valkyrie Cast, a podcast about movies, TV, and video games. I'm your host, Matt. Joining me, as always, are your two wonderful co-hosts. First off, we've got my brother, Drew. Hello, world. And our other awesome co-host, Tommy. I was going to say, so long, world, but then that just <laughs> terrible. That sounds, that sounds really sad. But also joining us today is our special guest, our good friend, Chris. What's up, Chris? What's up? I didn't know I was special. That's awesome. You are special. Your mom you didn't tell you that consistently? <laughs> so, Chris, as usual, when we have guests for the first time, we ask them our key first-time guest questions. So the questions are simply this. What is your favorite movie, television, and video game? We realize those are hard questions, uh, so you can give us a rough estimate of what you kind of feel like the answer is at this moment in time here in 2018. So what about it? Whatever order you want to go in, take the floor, bro. All right. So as far as movies go, this is one that I've definitely got some that I really, really like. But whenever it comes back to my favorite, I've got to throw it back to Top Gun. Oh, it's good. Got to. That's easily the first movie I remember watching with my dad. And I mean, you just can't get enough of Maverick and Goose. That, so that guitar solo, isn't that what that? Yeah. Yep. Crazy. I think that should be the national anthem. Oh, it should um, at least be the second verse. Yeah, the second <laughs> verse. That's a good way to do it. Man, I love Top Gun. Yep. Did they make a remake, or am I imagining that, or did they talk about making a remake? I sincerely yeah. hope you're imagining that because there's no, I, I there's no improving that. We talked that. about that not that long ago. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. No, they're, sorry, they're... sorry. I'm thinking of the beginning of of that terrible Green Lantern movie where it's like uh, fighting the drone and everything and the fighter jets. Never mind. I'm so speaking, sorry, Top Gun. Speaking of speaking of Top Gun and Green Lantern, there have been fan casts of people saying that that there's rumors that Tom Cruise may be playing Hal Jordan, who's a Green Lantern, which. I don't really like unless I imagine him as Maverick because, I mean, Hal Jordan is basically Maverick. So that's the only way I can imagine that working out. But I, I think that. that's just rude. But, I mean, he's not as good as Guy Gardner, right, Matt? Why do you do this every time? <laughs> every time. Every until... time. Because <laughs> you're an easy target. At, at, listen, your wedding, at your wedding one day, I'm going to get up. The, my brother, <laughs> the man himself, and the lover of Guy Gardner. The lover of Guy Gardner. No, uh... <laughs> Listen, I will watch a movie with Guy Gardner in it if Channing Tatum plays Guy Gardner because he would be perfect. Yeah, that, that's my fan cast for that, and I'll actually watch it if that's the case. <laughs> Is that your fan cast or your girl crush? I can't. Oh, no, I neither. <laughs> yeah, I, take it, I take it all back. I take Chris, it all back. <laughs> take us away from this banter about Green Lanterns. What? What? What about uh, favorite television show? My favorite television show. Oh man. Um, I mean, it might be a little cliched. But again, just the go-to, no matter what, my rock, The Office. Oh, it's good. Absolutely cannot go wrong with it. I can quote it literally behind, you know, I don't have to see anything, what's going on. I know which episode, I know which season. I, it's it's ridiculous. Hold on, uh, U.S. or U.K.? U.S. Okay. Yeah, got to go, got to go U.S. I'm, you know, not, I'm not that hipster, so. <laughs> Tommy, what about you? Are you U.S. or do you like the U.K. one better? Uh both for different reasons. Agreed. That. Yeah. The British dry it. humor. <laughs> I saw a yeah. on Facebook today where somebody taking the a Quiet Place trailer and like edited scenes from The Office <laughs> yes. to it. Lord. I saw it that. Was Have you seen so the one where perfect. they made uh, Moss be the villain? 
from a quiet place i i don't know it it, it i you uh i'll have to send it to you later maybe i'll post it on the valkyrie cast but somebody made a beautiful cut where moss from uh like dwight's brother plays like <laughs> the creepers nice yes it, it, i'll be honest if i i haven't seen that much of the office so it's it's uh, worth going through. and it's well, Moe's. It's Moe's. Yeah, Moe's. What <laughs> guys, it's Monday to me. I have been messing up all day with dumb it things. Happens. It's all good. All right, now the, the big one, Chris. You gotta pick a video game, man. Oh man. Alright. It's tough. Because you're a lover of games. We do know this. Yes. Um shoot, this one is kinda difficult. Um Oh, I guess. I guess sitting here thinking if I had to say one was my favorite, I'd say probably like the Battlefield series. Mm. Um, I can I can dig that. Get a new one this year. Yeah, mostly mostly three and four. Um, three man. Yeah, there was just I mean again if you want to talk about like you know time put into it and I, I mean I'll be honest even like skill there like we talked about this play at PUBG that nothing seems to react the same way and like i know i'm good at video games but PUBG likes to prove that wrong but <laughs> like you know playing battlefield it's just uh, it doesn't matter i can pick that up and play it and it's it's always fun i mean you can't beat the vehicles the size um especially when it came out for xbox one and then they opened up and they uncapped the <laughs> mm, 64 versus 64 <laughs> yeah. yeah so that made it a lot better so yeah i'd probably have to say the battlefield series yeah, I like I like Dice's shooters. They're they're yeah, real good. They do good stuff. Uh, do, is is it rumored that the one coming out this year is going to be back to modern, or or is it going to be an? Because I like Battlefield One. It was really fun, but I would really love to see a new modern one. The rumors, honest. the rumors I read said that it's going to be World War Two, but that was a while back. So I, I'm with you. I'd rather I'd like to see a modern one again because three and four were so good. And no, I'll take a 1944 any day. Yeah, it's it's good. I guess that's where they started at. I remember well, like, it was 1942, and then we got yeah. it on the 360 is 1943, and all they have just give me the same game, same maps, just repackage <laughs> it, that, reskin like, it. On that I will like buy island one, that's like a U island. That's all I remember <laughs> yeah. from oh, yeah. playing that one. Oh man, Midway, right? I think that was Midway. I think it's Midway. I just remember sniping off the aircraft carrier on the the one that's got like the construction zone and yep. hitting people from a ridiculous range. Yep. Uh, yeah. Go, going for the long Sniper distance battles. shots. Yep. It's always satisfying. I mean, it's it's pretty much luck, but it's it's satisfying when you pull it off. Got to aim thirty feet ahead of them. <laughs> I will say that, and, and this kind of plays into what we're talking about today, but. I feel like Battlefield is one of those games that, like, you can play hundreds of hours and you'll still have a holy crap moment in the middle of just nowhere from oh, shooting yeah. some guy out of a helicopter or something else ridiculous happening. Happening, uh, It's one of those games that just lends to craziness happening and you just you get surprised even after you put a ton of time into it because the, the, the sandbox is just so interesting. Most of my... Melodon may show up yeah. and <laughs> Most of... eat you and stuff. Most of my captures and like you know, clips are just like ridiculous things that happened that were not on purpose. That's the best part. They were not on purpose and just stuff happens. Yeah, oh, yeah. I feel like my favorite Battlefield clip, thinking off the top of my head, was that one guy who like flew a jet up in the air, jumped out of the jet, rocket launched another jet, blew it up, and then landed back in his jet and flew off. Yeah, that, that was like the most ridiculous <laughs> thing I've ever seen, but it was awesome. And with Battlefield, we get the wonderful 
YouTube series Battlefield Friends. Oh, that too. Yep. Which is just hilarious. And just it it's one of those it's funny if you don't play the games, but if you play the games, it's it's really funny. Yeah. Especially like the do you remember flying jets and if you went straight up and got like stuck the jet would just like stop and so you're just sitting there floating with the jet not being able to do anything my one of my favorite things about battlefield is they they have these really good vehicles in them but they don't tell you how to drive any of them it's like you get in a helicopter and it's just like no trial and error learn i I have have to to learn learn. and and promoted (laughs) <laughs> yeah if you're if you're a battlefield fan you should definitely check out battlefield friends on youtube Agreed. it'll, so it'll make you chuckle chuckle a good bit okay well i know another game that chris very much enjoys is a game that we all enjoy and is actually going to be the topic for today we are talking about halo not just any halo the halo franchise this is going to be a episode we're doing we're going to uh, kind of a throwback flashback episode where we're going to pick a topic every once in a while of uh, something that we used to really enjoy playing or watching or something and just take the time to talk about it. So we decided why not start with a series that is very dear to all of our hearts for various reasons and talk about the Halo franchise. So in an attempt to refresh ourselves... <laughs> in attempt Halo, is a very good word at it, Matt. <laughs> the four of us decided, oh, hey, 343, which is not the studio that originally made Halo. It was originally Bungie. 343 makes the newer ones, which are uh, Halo 4 and 5. Uh, they released, uh, you know, I think it was before Halo 5 came out. They released the Master were, Chief yeah. Edition or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's Master Chief what Collection. Yep. Master Chief Collection. And it was it was uh, it was before Halo Five came out. I think it was right. a year before. And it consisted of uh, the remastered version of Halo One, the original Combat Evolved, uh, the newly remastered Halo Two, uh, Halo Three, and I think it has and it's got Halo Four in it. So it had all the basically all the installments of the Halo franchise. I think they even uh, because when it first came out, it was a hot mess and it didn't work really well. So they actually also included halo odst which was a cool little d basically big dlc that they did back in the day um which i actually really enjoyed i loved ODST. Um, yeah me too but uh when it first came out it was it was really it didn't work really well uh, uh, especially the multiplayer so and it was it was broken i mean listen it was extremely ambitious because this is four full-length triple-a games that have come out over decades at this point that they had completely reworked and put into a system that all were going to work together. And it's brilliant because, for instance, if you've played Halo, there's always a tank level on every Halo game. And they had really cool playlists so you could go in and like start in Halo 1 and play every tank level in Halo 1, Halo 2, Halo 3, Halo 4, which is a brilliant idea, except they bit off too more too much than they could chew. It's just it, it just technically was really hard to pull off. And still is well who doesn't want to take 14 hours to download all the games at one time whereas being able to go in and pick and choose which ones you wanted to download literally everything had to be finished before you could effectively run that game you're asking too much chris you're asking too much (laughs) (laughs) but so so when it came out like it was it, it didn't get the best uh you know people weren't super happy i remember people being more unhappy because the way that they had the multiplayer set up that 
Uh, it was only selected of like certain maps and stuff from the three games, which is understandable because you're combining four games together. Um, but when it first came out, I don't remember there being any issues playing, actually playing the campaign, which was the whole reason I wanted it. I just wanted to be able to, if I just felt froggy one weekend, to throw this one disc in and play through the entire Halo saga. And it, and as far note, as I knew, that worked no problem. No, Little actually, we, know. we had There was issues. a glitch. You couldn't beat one of them. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, but mm-hmm. we did have issues doing it online. I tried to co-op the campaign online with a friend starting in mm-hmm. one, and we never could get it to work. So yeah. I want to take a poll, though. Uh, how many of us bought it opening week, and how long before we gave up? I'll go first. I bought it the day it came out because it's Halo, and in many ways, Halo was like the game. Halo 3 specifically. And I have a story I'll share in a minute about that and about Chris uh, (laughs) that got me into online gaming. So I bought it. I'm like, yeah, I want to play these games again. I want to play Valhalla with shoddy snipers and everything else again. And it was like two days and I gave up. Hmm. I think I bought it day one too. And I don't remember having issues playing by myself. Because I hadn't played Halo 2 story. I don't think I actually, at that point, had ever played all the way through the Halo 2 story. And I remember playing through the remastered version and not having really any issues. Um, But I didn't even mess with the multiplayer. or, And I guess me and Drew or y'all, we never tried playing anything together. Because I don't remember running into those issues. But I remember there being like a big uproar. Which is probably the reason I never even attempted to try it. Um, I think custom games work decent well because I remember me and Chris and uh, a bunch of other people who played Halo back in the day getting some custom like four on four matches going on on like the Halo Two remake. But uh, I don't. I, it just was. It was a lot. I mean, launching yeah. one game, one Halo game, or one multiplayer game that has as many people trying to get on as this one did is hard enough. Trying to make four work at once, and then trying to jump between the four—that was the thing. Because like most of the multiplayer lists were Slayer, but it was all the games Slayer, and it yeah. just randomly picked a map and a game to play it at. That's really cool idea, but I don't even know how to code and can tell you that sounds like crazy. Well, to go mm-hmm. like because I was one of the, <laughs> I told myself after I think it was. Uh, shoot i think it was one of the battlefield games i was like i'm never going to a midnight release again until i found out about that i was in grad school (laughs) and i was one of the ones that got it the night it released like literally was at the store waiting for it then and again tried to download it and tried to get it going and i think i was able to get part way through the first game like first level um and then it was just riddled with the multiplayer issues because I mean it was months after that before they actually got anything with the servers or anything with the like matchmaking fixed so yeah I probably played a little bit on the single player for like two or three days and then I was like alright I'm going back to Battlefield or Destiny at the time yeah it was definitely mm-hmm. Destiny <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know you know games you know there's lots of games that come out uh, we just were talking about how much we love Battlefield and most of the <laughs> Battlefield launches are a hot mess. Oh yeah. Um, yep. so nah, like, man, Battlefield sometimes... 3 launch was spot on. 
Yeah, I, I do remember. not remember Battlefield Three launch being spot on. I remember both three and four being a hot, hot garbage really? fire of trying to figure out how to get in <laughs> matches with your own friend because there's nothing built in to let you actually join a match with I a friend. I don't think we had that issue because Clay and I we went to the mid. It's the first midnight release that I ever attended and bought a game, and we immediately went home and we played for the next like eighteen hours. <laughs> Maybe well, I'm and, and, misremembering, but I thought I remember both three and four. I know for I vividly remember four having the wonderful queued five of forty five or whatnot, and you're having yeah. to sit there and wait to try to get into a match yeah. with a friend if your friend's even in that match. Um, maybe three wasn't as bad as I remember, but I remember both of the launches were pretty rough. But maybe three wasn't. Maybe I'm thinking of four and Hardline because I never really played Hardline, Hardline was that busted. Much. I remember that maybe a lot of people complaining that, about that one. That may be what I'm thinking of. Maybe it was four and hardline. But 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 I, I say that to say this game came out in 2014. It has been four years, guys. It should be fixed, right? So the four of us you, try to get think, on. You'd think, Matt, wouldn't you? You'd think. You would think. You would think. <laughs> no, so the man, four of us last night, it. or Sunday night, whatever night it was, tried to get on to play. We just we just chose Halo 3 because it was it's the it's you know, it's the best. It's the best of the original. It's, we've got the most memories with three. So we it's, load it's up. It's the first one I played, so that's what I was first thinking. One, it's the first one I played, too, I think. It I also had four-person co-op. That was the other big reason we decided to do <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the other ones didn't have four play, four players. So we loaded up Sierra 117, the very first mission of Halo 3. Like, nostalgia just flooding <laughs> over. We're just talking about it. We get in the game. Tommy's running, like, eight frames per second. At, me and Drew, it moment. seems it, it. Me and Drew, it seems to be okay. And then we get into actual fighting, and then it, we drop down to like single digit frame numbers. It was bad. And it was it was really really bad. So we you know we we're we're all stretching Ethernet cables across houses. Man, I ran a hundred feet in. of of hardline. I shut off every computer. I turned off my Plex server. I kicked like four people off. I was just like. Peace, players. <laughs> Nothing. So, I mean, at first we were trying to stream it because we wanted to record some video content, thinking that would be fun. So we're like, oh, well, you know what, guys? Guys, it's it's the stream. The stream's <laughs> messing us up. So we all stopped the stream. It wasn't the stream. It was not the stream. We we cut all the streaming, and we, we played again, and we're still running. So we're like, okay, that's fine. You know what? We got to feel... F- we, it's old. We got a fill for three. I remember everything. I think we can talk about. It. Let's just jump into four. It's the newest one. We'll we'll jump into four and it'll be well, okay, right? Five's the newest now, but well, the newest, the the newest on the, the Master the Chief of, collection. Yeah. So we jump into four. Frank, you know, running a buttery smooth sixty frames per second with a two second delay <laughs> on <Yep>. everything. <laughs> you hit we, the trigger. And two seconds later, your gun might shoot. <laughs> I'm still not convinced. Maybe that's just a skull we accidentally turned off. Just... No, no. I, I don't was, think that's a it was skull. So, it was like the frame rate was perfect, but then the delay was horrible. It makes it real interesting when you try to peg like a Promethean from 100 yards with a DMR, yep. and you're like, ah, oh, no, I went too far. Oh, no, I went too far. <laughs> it was really hard with the rail gun because you have to charge it up. I was like, I hope he's standing there when I let go because <laughs> it's not happening right now. Uh, so so all of this to say well, well, you, the you Master you Chief Collection 
is still broken. Yeah. <laughs> well, we d- we did get into it, it did smooth out a little bit for us. So we did get a little bit of a it working. Bit. But then we jumped into some multiplayer which was better except some kids have not stopped playing since Halo 2 evidently and we sucked. Listen, all you people out <laughs> so there much. who are saying that Destiny 2's time to kill is too long, go play Halo 2 multiplayer. <laughs> yep. It, it's like all four of us shooting one guys and we can't kill them because this shield's just Oh gosh! Listen, guys, we, we was... all are running dual SMGs, which I miss. I miss dual dual yep. wielding SMGs. And three of us are team <laughs> shooting a guy, and he's still killing all of us. I was like, "What? <laughs> what is happening?" It's bad because like we all used to be re- like we all used to be really good at Halo, like really, yeah. really good at Halo. Yeah, yeah I um, had the I had the sword and everything. Like. <laughs> That was let, a big let, thing in Halo 3. Let's let's talk Halo for a second. Let me walk us through. Here, here is the mainline Halo games, just to give some context for everyone in case you have not played these games and you lived on a rock. Halo Combat Evolved <laughs> came out in 2001, which is, so that's 17 years ago. Uh, it came out on the original Xbox. In many ways, that was probably one of the big selling points that launched Xbox. And, but it also was on OS X, uh, Mac OS X, and Windows at the time, Windows XP. Uh, 2004 brought Halo 2, which uh, was pretty huge. And Chris, you can help me with this because I, I didn't play this game, but this really is where Xbox Live took off during Halo 2, right? Yes. Um, this was actually, I mean, I won't be able to go super technical, but I just know that Halo 2 was like the first major shooter for, obviously, for Xbox and for uh, Xbox Live. I mean, it's essentially what took it off, uh, yeah. which when we're talking about a little bit more, I can you know, kind of go into a little bit more detail of why I, you know, agree with that statement wholeheartedly. Yeah, I get that. And then in uh, 2007, we had Halo 3 come out on the Xbox 360, first full high-def game. This is when I got on the train. Uh, I actually bought Xbox Live, like an Xbox Live subscription, before I even owned an Xbox 360, just so I could play on Chris's, because we were roommates (laughs) in college, could play on his Xbox and save my armor, my armor, and all of my uh, stats, basically. after Halo 3, we had uh, Halo 3 ODST that came out in 2009, which was a little bit of a different pace. Uh, and then in 2000, it was more of a, actually like ODST, like human soldiers, and kind of filled in some gaps between Halo well, 2 and 3. The, the cool thing about ODST was it was supposed to be like a big DLC for 3, and it, it got big enough where it wasn't quite a full game. Like, I think the whole campaign was like six hours. Like, it wasn't super long, mm-hmm. um, but it was still big and bigger than just like a like a $15 DLC. So what they did, and at the time, this was perfect for me because I just started playing Halo 3. Um, I didn't, at this point, there had been like six map packs that came out. Oh, I didn't yeah. have any of them. Map packs back in the day when that was a thing. And, yeah. and odst came with the like campaign of the odst characters but also came with a second disc that was just the halo 3 multiplayer with every single map pack that had came out and every single bit of D- multiplayer dlc and so recon armor right that's that's like one thing yeah. i vividly yeah. remember is you could get recon armor with odst which was a huge yep. deal back then yeah because i have it somehow and i definitely <laughs> didn't didn't do whatever it was that i needed it but yeah so it was perfect for me because i was getting into the game a little late and so i just bought odst and i was able to jump in and have all the maps and have everything um and have this fun little short campaign that was really really fun and i really liked it and yeah there were fun some cool stuff from it yeah and i mentioned i'll mention this that the the developer for all these games is bungie which is the current developers for destiny um 
And at this time, it was an Xbox-exclusive game. All except for Halo 1 was only on the Xbox titles. Uh, in 2010, I think we got one of the best ones, which was Halo Reach, was the, which was the last one that uh, Bungie made. It was, a, it was a prequel to the entire game. It was, uh, so it was great. It's fantastic. Uh, we had uh, a remake of Halo, the original one that came out in 2011. This is the first one at 343, which was an Xbox studio took over uh, to do. Uh, Halo 4 came out in 2012. 343 did that as well. Uh, this is the first original game they did. And then we have uh, Halo 5 Guardians, which came out in October 27th of 2015, uh, which 343 made. Uh, so is it really that, is that it. long ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. To give you context as well about the Master Chief Collection, I was looking this up. It came out, like Matt said a minute ago, in 2014. And one of the reasons I wrote no, 100%, I didn't play a lot of this game, is because it came out in November of 2014, and Destiny came out in September of 2014. So I yep. tried playing this and then said, screw this, I'm going to go beat the Vault of Glass again, which yeah. is the best raid. If you disagree, fight <laughs> or, me. <laughs> or at that point, I'm going to go attempt oh, to the beat only the raid. Vault of Glass. Attempt, yeah, yeah, attempt to beat the Vault of Glass. I'm going to take, my, not beat take, <laughs> take my blue weapons, and we're going to f- spend 45 minutes opening the door. One day no, we're going to no, 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 no. Two hours attempting uh, to open the door. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have a flashback on Destiny at some point and just tell all the crazy stories we have of the original Destiny. I'll actually put that disc in. Yeah, <laughs> and it's gonna have like two years worth of downloads, but uh, yeah, let's boy. let's say this for a second. Just since we're talking about Bungie and, and since we're on a little Destiny kick for a second, Tommy and it was in our clan in Destiny back in 2014, and got Galahorn before any of us knew what Galahorn was. It's like, oh, this is cool, no big deal. We had guys in our clan that like up until like almost the last expansion were just still waiting. Like, come on, come on, give it to me. I just want Galahorn. Still waiting. <laughs> And I'm yeah, here and clueless and undeserving, wielding it around <laughs> yeah, everywhere. That was, that was also like OG OP Galahorn, yeah. where like the yeah. oh, yeah. missiles didn't was... just expand, they were like aggressively tracked, so they'd come yep. off and you see these things like spitting like crazy, attacking the yeah. enemies. Literally yeah. said oh, aggressively tracked. Yeah. <laughs> they meant it too, man. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was like uh, it was like Battlefield 3's uh, Sega with explosive rounds like oh man the sun out. like that was what Gallifrey was. <laughs> uh, so got the God so let's let's talk. Let's just divide it down the middle. Let's just talk a little bit about the the Bungie ones. So basically, yeah. the original trilogy and Reach. Um, we could talk about Wars. I know Drew played Wars. I didn't really play Wars much. Yeah. And then we can touch on the next generation of Halo tor- later towards the end. And kind of do a comparison but let's talk a little bit about the bungee halos which is halo one two three and reach and what are some memories and some things that we loved about these games specifically do you want to so, go down and say our favorite out of those matt yeah let's, yeah, let's do that i'll go first um i probably have the most memories with three because three was the game that got me first playing um any kind of online multiplayer it was the first time I had a Xbox, and first time I had Xbox Live. It had been out for a little while, and it was really fun. But for me, I really liked Reach because Reach came out my freshman year of college, and me and my roommate played a crap ton of Reach, <laughs> and I really, really, really liked Halo Reach. I loved it. Like, it, it's probably story, my story, man. And the story is so, so good. good. I really like the multiplayer. I know a lot of like Halo 3 fanboys didn't like the multiplayer, but the Halo Reach multiplayer felt really solid to me. Um, so Reach is probably my favorite. Tommy, what about you? Uh, I'm really torn here, guys. Um, 
because I have a lot, a lot of, of fond good memories. Games. Yeah, when I first moved to Georgia, uh, a friend of mine had Xbox, and first friend I had here, we used to just sit up all night and play Halo co-op through the first one, and then um, I bought the PC rendition shortly after it came out. Um, played through Halo 2, but Halo 3 is kind of what got me back into console gaming. My roommates at the time, that's all they would do when we were off work, yeah. is sit in the living room and play Halo 3. So I got Xbox Live to play with them, and then actually that game is what got Rebecca into gaming with me. Um, she started out on Halo 3, and but I think... I think if I had to pick a singular, it would probably be Reach. I think as a whole, that was probably my favorite from campaign to co-op to multiplayer. Yeah. What was that What was that mode they had in Reach that was like, it was like Spartans versus uh, Elites, and you were like, it was like stage, it was almost like Battlefield, like Rush, like you had stage attacks. Do you remember that? That was really fun, though. I do remember mm. that. I don't remember the details, remember. but yeah. Yeah. I'd, it was like it was like it was very big. It was like a lot. It was even bigger than Big Team for Halo. It felt like Battlefield esque, and you had like loadouts you spawned in. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that being a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. What about you, Drew? Well, I, I'm with you, Tommy. I'm in a I'm in a boat of loving every game here. Uh, so so funny enough, the first Halo game I played was Halo Three because I met Chris. Uh, in college and one day we decided to hang out in his dorm room and he's like yeah this is a game called halo 3 and it changed my life everyone <laughs> like it, it blew uh, until that time just to give it a little history about me i had played a lot of nintendo 64 and a little bit of gamecube but like i had kind of taken a hiatus to, of playing a lot of games during high school uh and I had just not played console games or shooter games much of all, and I remember playing it, and I remember him explaining Xbox Live, him and my other buddy Matt, uh, explaining Xbox Live, and explaining you could play with anyone whenever you want to, and just play, and it blew my mind. Like, it blew my mind. And He was so then, excited. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was so awesome. So then I bought Xbox Live, like I said, so I could keep up with everything and track everything and then uh and then matt went home for christmas and loaned me his xbox for over christmas that's all it took like having an <laughs> xbox 360 for a few days i'm pretty sure i went and bought one like as soon as i could and uh and the rest is history so i think for me uh, i think reach is the best game out of all of these i have fond memories of all of them i think the campaign in the first one is really really great and that pistol, man. You can't beat that pistol from the original <laughs> Halo. But for me, it's Halo 3 because it's Valhalla. It's uh, it's Chris Spartan lasering a, a Banshee and the top half splitting off and killing him. Yep, it's, worth it. Uh, it's Beans goes over the mountain, which some of you guys understand. <laughs> um, it's, it's It's rushing around and getting that little blue ball that, like, drained them and, like, sniping over off the Pelican. And it's, uh, it's Halo 3 for me. I just... I just loved Halo 3. Uh, Forge mode was great. The, the game was just revolutionary for me just because I'd never played anything like it. Uh, I'd not played PC games. I'd never played like multiplayer shooting games and stuff. And Halo 3, man, just changed everything for me. So it's Halo 3 for me. Chris, what about you, man? So, I, I mean, you guys know um, Halo 2 has a special place in my heart and always will. Uh, mostly because, I mean, that was literally what I first started playing. Um best memories are land parties uh, for 
folks who may not know what that is, that's local area network. That's where you have <laughs> 16 you youngins people. out there. <laughs> 16 people in a house. A whole bunch of cables run into everything because there was no wireless. Hold really on, hold on. But how many, how many Xboxes did you need in the room to have 16 players? Four. You had to have four. You had to have four TVs. Most of these TVs were not <laughs> widescreen. They were these tiny little 10-inch, 8-inch is... screens, and everybody's That's three right. inches from them to play it. Um, <laughs> this, this is just this. This shows the age just by <laughs> a, us talking a about being a split-screen for people. This, this is telling too much about me. DSL was all the rage. No one knows <laughs> what that is anymore. Um, <laughs> those we're all, three we're all old farts. <laughs> um but no, Halo 2, just because, um, I mean, especially just kind of thinking back to it, I mean, it was it was that. It was, you know, we were, it was 16 guys hanging out in a place, um, playing, and then we could split if someone had strong enough internet, which at the time was very rare. Then we could split and each play, like, different groups and that kind of stuff. But the campaign was fantastic. Um, you could customize um, different playlists and different, um, like, multiplayer versions. So you could have different players of, or versions of Slayer and... Um, Gosh, I just, I mean, the the best part was the names and the way they announced, like, the way people killed other people. Oh, man, Red so satisfying. Um, but uh, the way that you could, you know, set up names to, like, do that, there's nothing better than having, like, had this one friend. Long story short, his Halo name was Anal Goo, okay? <laughs> Long story short. Can we say that on the podcast? Sure. <laughs> it's, we'll go with we'll it. leave it at... It's going to Halo, okay? There's nothing There's nothing crazier than playing with someone like that, getting run over, and it was you were splattered by anal goo. Okay? So it's it's memories like that for me. Um, I definitely, Halo 3 and on, have a special, you know, place as well because that's where, I mean, that's where I met Drew, and then, you know, subsequently you guys. So, you know, we've got that from there. But if I had to pick one, it's definitely Halo 2 for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got to ask... How many of you guys watched Red versus Blue? Oh, I totally watched it, yep. man. Mm-hmm. I did too. Man, so good. But <laughs> how many young people? The, what do they try to name the um? Warthog? A puma? Puma? Yeah. Is that what it was? Puma. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a tusk on the front, like warthog. No, a puma. <laughs> That's all I remember from it. Gosh, oh, I, haven't, I haven't watched any Red versus Blue in a long because they still make some stuff. Yeah, they. Um, I know that they make an anime now mm-hmm. too. I don't know they if they're still doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they're still doing Halo content. Uh, but that's a great example. Halo was this era of Halo, especially, was so unique because it did online multiplayer as good as a PC online shooting games, not better in some cases online. It. Uh, it, and then it did all this other stuff really well. The campaigns were usually put together. I mean, talk about Halo 2. It may not be the strongest campaign, but freaking, you jumped out of a space station with a bomb, like on the first le- level of Master Chief. He, that was awesome. Uh, you know, we had Forge, which came in Halo 3, which uh, allowed for some of this crazy create whatever you want to. I remember, Chris, you had some game mode that was just basically was like a tag. It was just like everybody had sticky grenades, and you're on either side of the room, and it was like dodgeball, basically. Dodgeball. Yeah, and it was just throwing sticky grenades back and forth, seeing if you could stick them. Yep. Uh, and then you had like crazy stuff, like we've we've got a zombies mode that came about because of. Oh yeah, zombies was fun. And like griffball, griffball, griff yeah. Yep. I love griffball, man. We're basically like, soccer, but everybody has grab these giant ha- gravity hammers that just destroy everything in their path. 
What about that one random thing that Chris found where it was this ramp? <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, the cars and or the warthogs people. that go down. Yeah, yeah it's a, so like the warthogs at the top. This the most laughing I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and there's like half the teams at the bottom, half the teams at the top, and the people at the bottom have gravity hammers. Oh, no, 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 no. It started with one in the middle of the ramp, mm-hmm. and it was a zombies list. And you had oh, like, zombies. That's yeah, right. So when you, you died, you joined the person at the bottom of the ramp. You had the like of the ramp. You had like three seconds to jump at either a mongoose or a warthog at the beginning, or you died because you were technically out of the like map area. You take off over the edge. When you hit the bottom, you hit a teleporter that sent you right back to the top. And after with the, your momentum, with your momentum, yep. after about the second time through, there was absolutely no chance you were controlling your warthog at all. You were just at the <laughs> mercies of physics. My favorite part is if someone with a hammer couldn't quite hit you, but could start spinning you, yeah. and so you just yeah. you're just flipping and tumbling, but you have so much momentum that you're just kind of like, well, I'll die when I die. Yep. I think I think we found that right before Halo Four came out, maybe or something. I think so. And, and we tried we tried to recreate it in and Halo it Four, and the physics well. di- the physics didn't work. I don't think momentum yep. transferred through the teleporters. But man, I don't think Dang, Halo Four is too good physics like yep. the physics were too realistic <laughs> where we couldn't do these shenanigans yeah but man i i think we had a party of like eight to ten people and yep. like it was nothing but laughter <laughs> like you could do, you could do nothing yeah. but laugh it was so ridiculous it was amazing Gosh, I, I wish i wish we could get it like some what that get halo 3 working like that again so we could find that just to yes. like record so we can show and be like this is what we're talking about yeah but they killed uh did they I mean, I know the servers are down. 360 is the uh, Halo Reach still has servers on Xbox One now because it's backwards compatible. Oh, that's right. And that was the one it was on, if I remember right. Maybe or was it, it was. Or was it, I think it was. Reach. Yeah, I think it was Reach. I do think it was Reach. I thought it was three, but I think uh, it was. I think Reach, it was Reach. So let's let's take a second to talk about Reach. Reach is a bit of a odd man out in this game category. It's the last Almost one. Almost like Bungie a bastard made. child. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a little bit different. It has loadouts. It, it's more modern than Halo. Because here's the thing about Halo. If you if you jump in and, and play, you'll realize that it's it, it's not aged super well in some ways. Like, I definitely nearly blew all of the guys up as soon as I tried to aim down sights because that's grenades, by the way. Um, but Halo Reach, I think a unique one in this one and i think we've all mentioned at least maybe partially at least three of us have that reach has something special what made reach unique out of the bungee made halos for me it was it was the first one that i felt like they were attempting to without losing what made halo's gameplay halo it was the first time i i could tell that they were transitioning to try to modernize halo Mm -hmm. because they introduced um I forget what they're called, but armor powers and stuff. Yeah, it was like um, loadout classes with like a special ability, basically. Right. So it because because the thing that makes Halo so special, especially compared to games now, because no, there's not many games that do this anymore, was everybody starts pretty much with the same weapon, and the weapons are scattered throughout the map. So you have to find a shotgun. You have to find the. You have to rifle. control the map to win the game. Really, I mean that's yeah, right. half of the fight. And and so Reach was was a little bit of a transition without transitioning too much because you could create loadouts but they were they were still like the three or four main primary weapons that depending on your playlist you started with so you could kind of pick which you preferred whether you preferred the assault rifle which is a full auto or if you preferred the the dmr which is a single shot but then they also introduced these armor upgrades 
which were um, the one I always use was Sprint because mm-hmm. I liked being able to move around the map. But you had like two or three different armor abilities. That's what it was, armor abilities. Yeah. Um, but in Reach, they were introduced really well where they didn't feel like they drastically changed the Halo formula, but at the same time bringing new elements that felt like it modernized. Because yeah, I the weirdest thing for me in playing trying to go back and play that Halo 3 and, and the Halo 2 multiplayer was not having a sprint and feeling like yeah. I was really, really slow. And, and so in Reach, you had the option of doing that or you could have an armor lock where, like, you basically oh, just man. turned invi- invincible for a couple seconds. Something. That was the best um, if a ghost was coming after you. Yep. Right. So, you, <laughs> so you didn't. If you were on a ghost, which was a vehicle that mostly you used to run over people, and if Reach, you don't know you what a ghost a is, go play Halo because you need to know the joy that is getting on a ghost <laughs> and splattering multiple people, yep. right, running in, them over. But in Reach, then you had to be careful because you're like, I don't know if that guy's got you know armor lock. He may he may just kill me instantly. Those first so, few days of Reach being live on the servers was a lot of fun, <laughs> having armor lock with ghosts trying to kill you. And so I think that's what made it feel a little more special to me because of those little elements that updated the game on top of like you know newer graphics the physics being a little bit better the gameplay feeling a little more smoother um but still holding on to that core um halo you know what makes halo halo and you know some people could argue that the newer games have lost some of that i i don't necessarily agree but i get where people come from from that but i think halo was a nice tipping point um i think it was a i think it was a really beautiful way for bungie to close out their their halo franchise um it may not be your favorite it may not be a lot of people's favorites but obviously from us talking it's a lot of our favorites because of those elements so i think on top of a really fun and exciting story um the the those multiplayer elements are what made reach stand out to me yeah anyone else thoughts on reach tommy you said it was your favorite i mean I think Matt kind of hit all of the points of why I liked it the most. It felt at the time it was a uh, yeah, it, like it was the it was the most modern approach to Halo that we could bring without breaking what was truly Halo. Yeah. Uh, whereas I feel one of my big issues was four was four felt like Call of Duty with Halo skin. Yeah, and it's 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 good to note that Reach came out in the midst of Call of Duty really being huge i mean this was like in the middle of call of duty mm-hmm. i mean being the game to play in. and that was oh yeah because that was a uh, that same year when i was talking about how my roommate and me played a ton of halo reach the other game that we played a ton of was call of duty black ops yeah like yeah. which was this was i mean call of duty is still huge it, that's obvious but it, it's not quite to the level it used to be back at this point it was still like everybody had call of duty so to have a game like Reach come out where I put probably just as many hours into that as the Call of Duty speaks a lot. Yeah. I think the thing I liked about Reach was the story. I felt like it was a bit of a love letter from Bungie to the series. Like, it, it gave a lot of background. I'm, I'm a lore nut. Like, I love a good story, and I love the worlds and the universes they made. And I felt like Noble Squad and kind of the story of a Spartan squad and and getting Master Chief all for Reach. And, you know, we'd heard of Reach from the other games, and we knew it fell. And that's the thing I liked about the game. is like, if you if you know Halo, you know that everyone dies on Reach. Like, this this can't be a, a happy story. Like, this can't end well. Um, it's, 
it literally is for those people who didn't play it it's it's rogue one yeah that's a good way when you went in to watch rogue one if you know anything about star wars you're like none of these people are surviving this because they're not in the other series when you went into halo reach if you played any of the halo games you always heard that reach was a planet that was one of the first ones to fall to the covenant everybody died nobody survived reach and so this game was literally about a spartan squad on reach and so as you play through the story the first time one of the spartans dies it's really sad and then they start dropping like flies until you're pretty much the last one and then you have to play your character until you die yeah the last mission is literally hordes that you can't beat they just get harder and harder until you die and then you have to sit there and watch a cutscene as your spartan fights off covenant and eventually dies yeah and it's so freaking well, sad and that's what i was gonna say it was powerful because you know I, I i remember that last mission you load in and you're on this big map and there's just waves of enemies and there, there are weapons around you can survive but it doesn't matter because eventually you're gonna have ammo or eventually you're gonna not have any or eventually they're gonna be five hunters coming down on you like you can't win and like in some way that made the story stronger because of it um i just thought it was a really great game what was also cool about it was you know it it was a prequel but like the very last mission is basically you helping a ship escape and the ship that's escaping is the ship that master chief is on at the very beginning of the first halo series so it literally leads up to and you you get to it's also cool because everyone who's played halo is really attached to master chief because he's who you play as but in reach you kind of got to feel like you this spartan was more you because the spartan doesn't talk or anything but this your character is the one that helps chief and them escape and so like there's this impact of like yeah chief may be the best spartan but there was this one spartan that i got to be who really was also a hero and let basically made everything survive yeah yeah well guys we've talked a lot about the Bungie Halo games. Do y'all have anything else we want to add about Halo 1, 2, 3, 4? I mean, sorry, 1, 2, 3, and Reach before we talk about 343's contributions with 4 and 5? 343 screwed them up. (laughs) I wasn't going to say it out loud, but... (laughs) I I have an unpopular opinion. Well, let's let's get to that in a second. I will say one last thing I have about the Bungie games. I have a very fond memory of getting a, a copy of, uh, and this was, I mean, this is when Halo 3 was out, but I got a copy of the original Halo on my Mac in college. And I would get on on our, our college's Wi-Fi network, and they'd have local Wi-Fi network uh, games set up from, like, all over campus. So, like, we had, like, a little mini LAN hub over Wi-Fi on campus, and in class I would play Halo, like, original Halo. Uh, on, on Battle Creek, I, like, have a very vivid memory of doing that in a communication class. Um, but, yeah, man, that was fun. Um, oh, another thing that was awesome about Reach was they brought back, like, the OG Blood Gulch map from the original oh, yeah. Halo. Which yeah. is, like, there's the, the map, if you've ever watched any red and blue, is a map called Blood Gulch. Mm-hmm. And in Halo Reach, they recreated it almost exactly the same, or at least close to it in Forge World. And I remember it just being really Forge cool. World. Oh, gosh, I forgot. That was, that was one of Reach's big contributions, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, anything else to add about Bungie Halos before we get into uh, modern Halo? If you've ever wondered why we were so gung-ho when Destiny came out, 
it's because we love yeah. Halo and it was Bungie that made it. So yep. yeah, this, if, if, if our passion doesn't tell you anything, it lets you know why we were super excited and why we put so much time into the first Destiny. And, and why Tommy was so pissed off in the end. <laughs> why he yeah, no and, plays. and then Bungie broke our heart. That was back when Bungie could actually design multiplayer maps. I've been playing Iron Banner the last few days on Destiny 2. And the maps are just... I, I can't tell you a single name for a single Destiny 2 map. Like, I don't like hardly any of them. Um, Twilight Gap. That's the only one I remember. Yeah, but that's Destiny. I'm talking about Destiny 2. Do you know a single oh, you're Destiny right. map? <laughs> <laughs> that is... You're right. Point that proven. Is. Point proven. Oh, dang. <laughs> All right, let's transition. Microsoft owns Halo, um, even though Bungie created it. And Bungie ended up buying uh, the studio back from microsoft to become an independent developer they went off to start working on destiny series uh and microsoft took halo and started a new studio called 343 studios a lot of halo veterans from bungie stayed with the franchise and are still working on on it who were working on it back then as well uh and they the first thing they did is they did a the master the original combat involved they did a, a remake of it basically bringing it up to better graphics new textures and everything else uh but then the first thing that they actually were able to do themselves was halo 4 and halo 4 let me make sure i get this right came out in 2015 halo guardians and so at this point we hadn't had a full-fledged halo game uh sorry no 2012 i got that wrong i was about to say yeah, I, got, five. I, I got that wrong sorry yeah. 2012 halo 4 comes out and before then halo reach was in 2010 so there's been two years and if you play halo 3 at the end it kind of feels like chief's just floating in space doing nothing so it's chief's grand return something happens so let's talk halo 4 then we'll talk halo 5 uh what do you guys think about halo 4 i have a very unpopular opinion or i don't know if it's an unpopular opinion it's not the majority opinion i feel like of i really like the story of halo 4 i thought it was an interesting different direction than the other games to kind of separate it, but I really like the potential of what they set up and what they did with the very first, with Halo 4, with the story. Um, I love the graphics. The graphics are gorgeous. Even playing it, you know, with they the two-second delay the other day. They tech like crazy to get it yeah. to look that good. It looks gorgeous. It plays pretty dang good. Um, I, for one, don't... I like the updated, you know gameplay uh they they made a sprint you know normal which like i said when i played reach i always ran the sprint because i'd like to be mobile and um so i i like the gameplay it that never really bothered me it felt real natural to me because it felt more modern um but i do completely understand when people say that you know that ruined what made halo halo um but I, do, I remember the f multiplayer in 4 not doing it for me, just it mm -hmm. being kind of mediocre. Yeah. Um, I liked, I liked, like I said, so I like the story. I'm good with the gameplay, and the graphics are gorgeous, and I love the designs and stuff, but Halo 4 multiplayer didn't really do it for me. Um, yeah, that's my thoughts on 4. Yeah, Matt, I'll actually, I'll actually agree with you on like Halo 4 with the campaign and everything, because, mm -hmm. I mean when you start talking about like a ancient race and ancient stuff like that, I love when you can kind of dig into that and, you know, kind of play up to that and explain some, you know, some of that mm -hmm. lore and some of the backstory to what was going on. So I actually enjoyed that. And, um, a lot of the new weapons that they introduced into Ooh, it. Because the white to be, rifle? Yeah. Because to be, yeah. I mean, to be honest, you know, after a while, yes, I, again, Halo 2 is my favorite one. I go to the original weapons or my favorite ones, but I just thought it was a really good change of pace. Um, I mm -hmm. thought the campaign was decent. 
Um, I didn't think it was anything that was, you know, like groundbreaking or ridiculous. The um, the design and everything was amazing. And kind of the same thing, the multiplayer just kind of, you know, petered out. It was, mm -hmm. like, really good for a little bit. It was like, oh, man, this is really cool. Change of pace, maybe a little quicker. But ultimately, it's just kind of one of those, like, I wish I could sit here and detail what was on it, but it just kind of fell into the mix with other stuff that was going on at the same time. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, this I mean, is the first, first Halo that had springing for everyone. I mean, it, yep. it really did change the Halo formula, and it felt like the multiplayer portion. I kind of agree with what Tommy is probably going to say. is It just didn't feel like Halo. It felt like Call of Duty yeah. with, with a Halo skin on top of it, and that wasn't bad, but that's not what makes Halo Halo. Like, when you can have... You know, I, 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 my favorite thing about Halo is, like, I, I hear people, like, they talk about Destiny, wanting to make Destiny competitive, multiplayer, and everything else. And, like, you can't do that because of the randomness of weapon drops and everything. If you want to make something actual competitive, you got to make everything on even ground. Across, like, everyone has access to everything uh, evenly. Or, or how can it be really competitive is kind of my thought. And uh, it felt like in Halo 4's multiplayer, they, uh, I don't know, they, it, it just didn't feel like Destiny. It was fun, but didn't feel like Destiny. Uh Tommy, what you got for us on Halo 4, man? I see that grin. <laughs> so growing up, there was a saying, you can't say anything nice. <laughs> Don't say anything at all? Don't say anything at all. But Tommy, how are you supposed to do podcasts then? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think on Marvel ones, I'm just going to do the intro and be like, what's up, guys? And then peace out until Dopernet. <laughs> uh, Tommy, I, I know your biggest pet peeve about Halo 4, and it was probably mine as well. What was the one thing that you hated the most, though? That I paid for it? No, it's specifically a, a, feature, a feature that is, is, in my opinion, Halo. Like, very much part of Halo. It was in every single game oh, up until this oh, point. I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. you oh, you're talking it? about the split screen where we went from horizontal to vertical. Yeah, what the? Oh, so, <laughs> man. Uh, was, I thought. Wait, I thought in four they completely yeah, took split four, screen out. Four they didn't have like you couldn't play the campaign split screen. I believe. Oh, it? but multiplayer didn't multiplayer they made it vertical? No, you're remember. right. They they took no, away four, the co-op though. I, I think in four. I don't even think you can play the campaign. Because I remember, you, I remember you We played it. multiplayer. We did play multiplayer co-op because Rebecca and I played for a couple rounds. Um, but no, we couldn't co-op the uh, – we could not co-op the campaign. I do remember that being that, a big deal. Yeah, that, that, that for me is one of the things that makes Halo Halo. You know, we were joking earlier about, you know, you had four Xboxes could play 16 people. But I loved Halo because you could always give someone another controller and be like, let's play. Uh, and it had that, you know, we've talked about couch co-op a lot here. In a lot of ways, that's where my love for it came from is, you know, we borrowed a projector and threw it up on a wall. No, in order no, hey, guys, no, Halo 4 had co-op. It was, you could do one uh, was split screen, was, I think. Yeah, it was Halo 5 that uh, took it out altogether. Okay. Uh, or we'll let you do well, one we'll, on the same well, then, console. Well, then we'll we'll come back to that point in a minute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to echo Matt. I like the story of Halo 4. I thought that Cortana's story and Chief bringing back characters, uh, I don't think it was done. I, like, what, what it makes me think of is, you know, God of War just came out and is getting rave reviews, and everyone's saying right now that the new God of War game takes this old character and revitalizes and brings them to the modern era. It felt like that in Halo 4. 
Uh, not as well done, obviously, but it felt like they took these characters that had just been the Space Marine and actually gave it a little bit more depth. Um, and I, I like Cortana's and Chief's story in Halo 4 a lot. Um, I think it's more Cortana's story than it's Chief's, um, but the multiplayer didn't do it for me. Um, I will say another thing I really liked about Halo 4, though, is uh, Spartan Ops. They had, for a while, every week, they had, like, a like a DLC mission pack that came out that you could play co-op with friends, and it, like, continued the story on, kind of. Uh, and it was, Spartan Ops was cool. It was really fun, because, one, they, they also added this mech called a Mantis, which I still am. I'm a fan they added that to the game. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, Tommy, I'm sorry. Is awesome. Yeah, I'm sorry. I cut you off, Tommy. What were you going to say? No, I'm trying to figure out now what game I was thinking of that went from horizontal to vertical because it wasn't Halo, but vertical? it was another. That sounds like a horrible idea for shooters. It was, like Gears well, of War. I know. Yeah. Was it? I no. Know, I haven't played Gears in a long time. Dude, it's tripping no, me up, but was it. Gears of War was, it, uh, was really good, by the way. I liked it a lot. No, it may have been a Nintendo game. Like, it was a game that was always horizontal. That feels was like it a Mario Nintendo Kart 8? Thing. Mar- or like one of the Mario oh, yeah. Karts? The, one of the newest Mario Karts does it like default that way, and I did not like it. Mm. I don't remember. Anyway, sorry. I just I wanted to correct my statement because I don't know why I got that mixed up. Guys, I guess I'm way more tired than I thought I was. It's all right. <laughs> we're, we're, we're on the downwind. Let's talk Halo 5. This is the most recent edition. Um, Before we go to 5, I do want to say this. The, the thing, talking about the story, the thing that I liked about the story, because we really didn't talk about the story too much about the old ones, but in the old ones, the main enemy are the Covenant, which are just... And the flood. Aliens. And the flood. And the flood. Yep. Oh, man. That's why I, I like Halo 4. The flood. And I no, much Halo rather fight. 1 flood was amazing. Oh, yeah, Halo I did 1 flood. Hated, yeah. Uh-uh. The library. The oh, the, the library. Like this parasitic enemy that was terrifying that you would randomly run into. So the flood d- isn't around in Halo, the new Halos. That is so actually the new why the name are, is Halo. Yes. That's but true. the new the new enemies have to deal with the uh, precursors. Are they what they were called? Or the builders? What they're are they called, called in Halo? They're called um, Prometheans. You've got no, 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 no. no I'm talking about the people that built the Halo rings. Prome- uh, Prometheans. Uh, no, they were the Forerunners. The Forerunners. The Forerunners. So the main enemy is a Forerunner that's still around, and there he has all these minions that are called Praetorians. Um, and and it's got so it's got to do with these like we've like throughout the other games you heard about the 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 forerunners and stuff, and so it expands a little bit on that without going into too much detail of it. Um, and I thought that was cool because I've always thought the forerunners were fascinating, and there's a bunch about them in the lore and the comics and the books and stuff. So I thought it was cool that the main bad guy, um, the didact is a forerunner that's still mm-hmm. around and he's kind of evil and like there's this whole detailed back lore about him and you fight him in the end and he's i thought his story was super super cool Mm -hmm. which is also one of the reasons that segueing us into halo 5 the story in halo 5 doesn't mention anything about that yeah or him like there's a comic or something that explains what actually happened after halo 5 and halo 5 has a completely different direction it's like forget about the didact he's not important you beat him you're good but, but the Praetorians are still around, and I'm just like, what the crap? And so, let's talk about Halo 5. Okay, okay so, so uh, who wants to start us <laughs> off on Halo 5? 
I can start I mean, because I probably have the least amount to contribute. <laughs> Go for it. Nope, bud. I got your beat. <laughs> so, so, let's see. Halo Five released in what? 2015. Is that right? Three years ago. Yep. 2015. I think I actually played it probably close to a year after it released, because Drew, you and I did the home share. Yeah, we yeah, did the home share. Xbox. Thing. And I think that was, like, it might not have been exactly a year, but it was at least six to eight months after. And I just knew, just kind of, like, going into it, like, Halo 5 wasn't necessarily going to be, like, the game for me. And, I mean, the story was meh, but, Mm. like, the multiplayer was the big thing. That's being generous, Chris. That's very generous. Um, Like, the the multiplayer was the big thing, because it was kind of a revamping. Halo had just come back out. Everybody was playing it. So, like, you know kind of did it more of like a social side but then even once i started you know playing multiplayer then it still just kind of petered out and just kind of died off for me so halo 4 was the last game that i actually put a decent amount of time into Mm -hmm. i believe so i think think halo 5 5 is a flip-flop for me for four um I think the multiplayer in Halo 5 is, is brilliant. I really do. Like, I played some after we played the other night, and it's super smooth, uh, works great, feels great, is is modern, like, speed-wise. It's still modern, but it still feels like Halo, and I like that. Um, I, I think they did some really unique things, because they ended up splitting the... They ended up splitting multiplayer into two different zones. You had classic 4v4 arena type, Halo as Halo was in 1, 2, and 3. And then they had a whole different one called Warzone, which was basically uh, more based on, like, uh, loadouts. You could actually get more powerful weapons and stuff in that, but you were actually fighting multiple teams in this huge arena map and controlling points and also fighting AI enemies at the same time. So it was this really crazy thing. But the thing I like the most about Halo 5 and the thing that saved, saved Grace and why it's still installed on my Xbox is because it feels like Halo 3's multiplayer just sped up. Um, it, it didn't feel, it really did feel like Halo without having to be something taken away from it. It felt like modern Halo. The thing I hated about Halo 5, which is the opposite of Halo 4, is the story. We were, here's the deal, guys. We were lied to. Because if you watch all the advertisement for Halo 5, they make it very interesting. Master Chief has gone rogue, and someone's hunting him down to get him, okay? That sounds really interesting, okay? Like, we're going to go after the hero kind of guy, everything else. Okay, that game is not in this game. Like, that barely happens. And, like, when they finally do end up with, like, like Master Chief and this other Spartan, like, come to blows, Master Chief just, like, basically kicks him and then walks away, and that's the end of it. Like, it was not what they promised and it's, it's 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 like the marketing team didn't play the game or no they were yeah. given like an, or they were given an overview of the game and they were like let's you know being the marketing team having to be like what's something what's the hook and they're like oh spartan lock and a team are going after master chief he's on the hunt but then you play the game and it's literally like master chief being master chief is like I disagree with you. I'm going to go do what I think is right. So he gets his team and goes off, and they send Spartan Locke and his team. And so the whole time you're flip-flopping between these two teams, which you're really not. You play Master Chief's team for, like, two missions, and maybe three. And when they finally run into each other, the second to the last mission, he's like, Chief, you got to stop doing this. You need to come back. The people upstairs aren't happy. And they get into, like, a punch-punch-punch fist fight, and, like, oh, Spartan Locke breaks cracks his helmet 
cracks like master chief's helmet and the master chief like beats him down and then just they like walk into this portal and then the next mission spartan lock and them are helping master chief yeah like they're going they're like master chief's right we need to go help him and save him and like the next time they like literally the next time they interact like spartan lock is like sir sir you know master chief sir and i'm just like well that was like an exciting don't, hunt. Don't for Chief. you know that guys have to punch each other to understand each other? <laughs> we finally got that's, the sense. It's what we do. Going. It's what we do. Tommy, <laughs> what, are your, what are your thoughts on Halo Five? Well put. <laughs> All right, cool. All right. Is that, you have, Tommy has nothing to say apparently. All right, so here, here's what wait, I wait, think. Wait, I still have to talk. Oh, I still have to say. Oh, sorry. I, thought, uh, I was just adding to your thing. Okay, so my Sorry, my you just on, took it and ran. I thought that was your thing. I know. Go. Tell us about Halo no, 5, I, Matt. I took it and, like, I agree with the story thing. That really bothered me. The marketing was not what the game was. And like I said earlier, like, all of the cool elements from 4, like, story-wise we're like completely forgotten besides like cortana they're like something happens to cortana at the end and they're going to to try to find chief's trying to find cortana well cortana's become the villain in this one which i'm still not 100 percent sold on it's an interesting concept but a lot of people weren't happy that they turned cortana into the villain Mm -hmm. and so by the end she basically sends these giant things called guardians and they basically emp all of humanity yeah that's really bad but um so the story was a letdown uh the, the other reason the story besides the marketing and the the, the actual story was just kind of mad the gameplay is fine i think it was just as good as four uh, maybe a little bit better and smoother because i know it runs at 60 frames but the the thing also that really bothered me from a lore standpoint is we've always played chief and if you've ever explore just a little bit of chief's background which you is only really in the books they're not in the game books and comics and stuff but like me really liking chief i've read up stuff there's blue squad which was his squad his squad of four spartans him and three other spartans blue squad is always talked about in all the comics they were like amazing and in this t- this game chief's reunited with blue squad and you get to play as blue squad and I was so, so excited to interact and play with Blue Squad and see how they interact and stuff. And you play, like, three missions as Chief and Blue Squad. And, like, their dialogue is just like, we got your back, Chief. We're here for you. There's, like, no development on any of them and stuff. So I was really disappointed in that. Um, so the, the whole overall story and stuff, I was just super disappointed with. But I do agree with Drew. I love the multiplayer. It's fun. Still is. The the i heard somebody say it may have been drew or it may have been somebody online writing an article that it's the best multi halo multiplayer since halo 3 and as much as i do love reach i do agree that the the multiplayer is fantastic it's it's more modern where it's fast paced it doesn't feel sluggish um the weapons are still balanced there's there i mean there's always like the powerful weapons that you can find that are a little bit stronger but they're also harder to use um like i mean sniper rifles and like a rail gun and stuff like they're more powerful but they're not as easy to use as just an assault rifle shooting at someone so it always felt all the guns always felt really balanced the gameplay feels fast and modern without taking away um what makes it feel like halo because you still have over shields and you still there's still attack the same kind of tactics that have always been in halo when you play against each other and they've introduced new things like the um 
is it called Warzone, Drew? Do you remember the, there's a game yeah. mode where it's kind of like a horde mode. It's very um, unique play. to the game, but it's like it's kind of like Titanfall in some ways, like the way they use AI and other enemy players, but on mm -hmm. a bigger scale. I guess that's right. the best so, way to describe it. So it's like bigger maps, and you're still fighting other players, but there's also AI that drop, and Covenant and enemies will drop in. And as you play and get kills, you can you build up points that you can cash in to get a sniper rifle, to get a more powerful weapon. Maybe to, you save it up, and you get a tank to take on by the end of the match. I do love and tanks. That, and that like game mode was always so fun and really competitive, but also could be really really fun because I could go in and spend. I think you got you got these little cards and stuff out of packs that you could use and mm -hmm. you could cash in. So you could call in a mantis or something or a tank, and you'd like time it towards the end of the match so you could try to like get as do as much damage as possible. And so like the multiplayer in five is really good. It runs at sixty frames even on a regular Xbox. So it feels really, really smooth. Um, I think it's it's really solid, and I hope that for six, which we may get this year, we may see it at E3. It's been a little while since we've had a Halo, and so I think we may see Halo Six this year. I hope they focused on fixing the story to close out this trilogy, but also that they don't neglect the multiplayer because. Five, they did really well with the multiplayer, and I'd love to see them take that and just improve upon it, and focus on closing out the story in a interesting but good way. Yeah, it's like Halo Three. Halo Three took the story of Halo Two and Halo One and made it really well, and also took the great multiplayer from Halo Two and just refined it into something better. So. Right, and they've spent a little more time on this one because. True, true. Based on how the Halos usually come out, we probably should have seen it last year, but they didn't roll it out last year, which makes me wonder that that they really want to get it right, which Xbox, Xbox needs this. Well, like, well listen, listen, we had, we Halo, had Halo Wars, Wars 2 last year, Matt. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. That's a game. Yeah, Those are I've got it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's what it is. Okay, here's what... Uh, we're, we're running low on time, so let's wrap up. And what I was thinking we could do, what I'd like to hear from each one of us before we do is Halo's been around since 2001. So we're going 17 years of Halo right now. And it, it seems like we're, we're probably getting some more. But um, my question to you guys is, one, what... One, do you want to see more Halo games, or do we, or do we let them, let them lie fallow for a while? That's my first question. Do we want to see more Halo games, or no? I don't want to see more Halo games, and why you think that? If that is what you think, if you do want to see Halo games, what, what do you want to see? Like, what, what would you like to see Halo Six or whatever they call it? What, what do we like about that? And Chris, why don't we start with you since you're, you're our guest? Hmm. I'm kind of at the point of don't beat a dead horse. Mm -hmm. um, I think maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea to take a decent amount of time. I, mean, I know they're taking a little bit longer this time to come out with Halo uh, 6. Uh, so if they're taking their time on it and actually try to develop the games like they used to, um, and I say they very loosely because it's not they anymore for, for my favorite groups, but um, but something that would make me like it a lot better was if you could dual wield the needlers again oh gosh <laughs> just saying then, 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 <laughs> and bring back the spikers oh yes yeah. those are gone too man needlers maybe the like the coolest most unique gun i mean there's so many cool unique guns that came out of halo but needler man so cool okay matt what about you um 
for me, uh, I want six to come out this year, and I want it to be a home run. Um, I, I'm always for making, you know, not overdoing. You know, we don't need a, a Halo every year, like a Call of Duty. I think doing every one, one every a major installment every two to three years is enough. Um, I, I'm always for just keep going, like, and just learn from your mistakes and improve upon them. There's going to be some that aren't as good as the others, but... Um, you're going to get a home run eventually, I hope. But for me, <laughs> I I would like to see after six, the next installment, them to do something like Reach or ODST. Something different. Um, I, think, I think coming back and exploring ODST would be an interesting choice because it it's we've talked about how the newer ones feel a little more Call of Duty. Well, embrace that and run with it and take the special unit of the unsc which are the odsts and like run with it they're like the the they're they're right under spartans like they're almost as skilled as spartans but they're regular dudes i think it would be interesting to see a full game following like a special unit of odst that's full length where we get to do maybe covert covert missions or maybe even run across other spartans and stuff i think it would be an interesting change of pace and it's not as risky because it's not a main installment. It's just some side thing. And that could give them a good breather to try to figure out where they want to go with the series. Yeah. Or to do, like you said, or like I said, do a reach. You know, there's lots and lots of lore. Go back and, and explore some of these other other stories. You know, I know Halo Wars kind of did that in... in like Halo Wars is successful. I just don't like that kind of game, that top-down, um, whatever it's RTS. called, RTS. Yeah, I'm not very good at RTS, but I think that's that's interesting because they took another part of the Halo lore, which was the first one was on a planet Harvest, which is another one we know from playing the games is another planet that fell to the Covenant, and we get to see that perspective from a different game style. So, I think Rollout Six. And do something like ODST or something like Reach, where we're still getting Halo, but they're taking a step back and trying something different. And if it if it's not as good, it's not a big deal because it's not a major installment. Like try, I don't, I don't think there's any harm in trying new stuff to just figure out to see what works. Yeah, yeah. especially since this is a newer, still a newer studio. Yeah. You know? yeah. Tommy. Tommy. I say continue on. Oh. But give me. But but don't drop anything till 2020. Okay. I want time. I want built anticipation like Halo 2, with the same amount of disappointment when they miss their launch date and tell us <laughs> it's going to be another year. Oh gosh. Um, that happened. That was a plane. That would be <laughs> so bad. Oh dude, no. It was it was. Uh, I remember being on the bus and somebody got was what was that game magazine that used to subscribe to at um, Informer. Yeah, it was game like I, I believe it was Game Informer. Uh, it was uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love literally like the power. the headline of the magazine was like Halo Two delayed again, and like ev- like every day on the bus um, for six or seven months, all we could talk about was how Bungie missed the launch date for Halo Two, but it didn't matter because. Did you see the reflection of the map in the visor <laughs> of Master Chief? 
And it was it was one of those things that we didn't care that they were, we were like you know what take your time if you have to if you're gonna give me the most amazing game that we're gonna get if you guys are giving us what you promised take your time we that. didn't care yeah. and um and I think that's yeah. why I've been disappointed is I lived through that anxiety of going to the store and they're like oh we're we're sold out for three weeks or yeah. four weeks or oh, two gosh. months. Like it took, I could not get my hand on a copy for a while because they were so back ordered with Halo. And for 2. you younger listeners right now, back in the day, you had to buy a physical disc. Yeah. Yes. Now you didn't have to do this insane. Yeah. And you didn't have to do the stinking like Downloaded. updates the moment you freaking put your disc in and you put Dude, it in and it just worked. Yeah. Yeah. Pros and cons of every era. Um, yeah. Now, Tommy, you said you to wait till 2020. Yeah. Would you be I, opposed to 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 for us to, to to quench our thirst for Halo if they did like a Reach remaster? To like, no, I'd be I'd be a okay with that. And you know what? Like, I really want. Um, this is just me speaking off the the top of my head here. I would love to see Halo meets alien isolation where master <laughs> chief has to solve puzzles to get off the space station where he's been taken captured by the covenant and it's like borderline horror part first person like that would be different you're right i mean i would play it it sounds scary the flood would come back in oh the flood yeah, no I, I, no i want the flood i want the flood that would ruin no. Everything, I, I and, I'm, have, and I'm not I talking. Have, I'm not talking gameplay. I'm talking psychologically. That would yeah. just ruin you. <laughs> <laughs> VR, Halo, your chief with just a pistol and just flood everywhere. That sounds terrifying. That yep. this is all right. <laughs> no. Three, three, two, three. Um, I want royalties. Just, <laughs> and also, three, just make four, three, make six. the check at three, four, three. Whatever. <laughs> like I care about them. They don't care about me. <laughs> yeah. I think right, they don't know my name. Yeah, I think for me, uh, I'm torn. There's part of me that really wants to be like, "Hey, Microsoft, stop being a dead horse. Let it die, and um, and let it lay there, and let it feel like it's really dead, and then bring it back and blow our minds, kind of like this God of War game that just came out." Um, but I also know that that won't happen. So. I want. I do want to. I do want to see them come out with another Halo game, and I want to see it be successful, um, because I, I have a real soft spot in my heart for it. But I just. I don't know. It's got to be. It's got to be done. I feel like it's got to still be Halo at the core, but it's also got to have more than that too. I feel like that's what Halo set me up to expect that they're going to give me everything I've had before a little bit better, and then something new and unique. Uh, if, uh, if and, and that's, kind, that's of kind of the and I know that's know that's, that's a high demand. I'm not saying it's not, but uh, uh, you know, Halo Three gave us amazing online multiplayer, multiplayer and a great campaign, campaign and, and Forge, Forge, which was something, something a little new. You know, I feel like Halo Reach took it a little bit step further. I feel like some of these games have. I want it to still feel like Halo in a day and age where you know I realize that Halo is a dated old game. But at the same time, I wanted to give us some... I mean, I think it'd be awesome if there was, like, a a survival mode in there where it's something like what you're saying, Tommy. Just, I think, try something different. I don't know what. And I know they they have a habit of doing some of that, but I want it to be something different that actually works, I guess, if that makes sense. I don't want it to be... 
just something. Well, Halo from... set the standard. Yeah. They, yeah. They're kind of like Apple. They set the standard for the time. They don't need to follow everyone else. They need to keep doing what they did best of just being engine like man i'm i'm gonna get trolled so hard for my lack of ability to speak correctly on this episode (laughs) um but like ingenuity they used to have it and i feel like they've let it go yeah yeah you know there's there's a danger danger in succeeding succeeding. like you succeed succeed so many times times, you stop trying as hard to innovate innovate and do unique things we see it all the time in movies and television innovative thank you that is the freaking word that i could not (laughs) come up with works too but like we see it over and over and again that movies that you know they they've got to succeed so they're going to try something a little different but then once you get to a point it's like well this is good enough it'll be fine i feel like halo's got to push it beyond that if they if that's what xbox needs microsoft and xbox needs a new halo game that's going to rekindle halo 2 halo 3 back in the days they need they need something that is just as good as all those were back in the day when they were and then there's something even more that's pushed it i i would love to see that and please have split screen co-op campaign because me me and my wife would like to play through the campaign together instead of having to be two tvs down and two xboxes (laughs) all right well i think i think we covered it yeah yeah that was flashback. We only ran over on, a little uh, bit. Halo. Mm-hmm. Extensive coverage. Uh, that was a lot of fun, guys. Remember, uh, down in the description, we've got the suggested uh, show topic ideas. Uh, give us some ideas of uh, if you like this. Give us some ideas of things, some things you'd like us to revisit. Uh, whether it's a game, movie, television show, anything like that. Because uh, this was fun to do, and it's nice to change it up a bit. Um, next week, uh, unless something changes, we're going to be talking about Infinity War. Tommy is so excited. He's uh, bought my tickets today. <laughs> and uh, so look forward to that, guys. And Chris, thanks for being on with us. You the man. Uh, hopefully we'll get you on sometime in the future for another exciting topic. Maybe we'll do a flashback on Destiny when this next Destiny DLC comes out and we all hate it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Man, I'm being real negative. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> you, you've been hanging out welcome with to my camp. Yeah. <laughs> you can find us on all the social medias. Uh, come join the conversation and uh, rate us if you take a chance to do that. We're on iTunes. We are also on Podbean, which is where we do our hosting from. And uh, yeah, that's it, guys. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. We are the Valkyrie Cast.